Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, Sugar Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hello appreciate that. So this episode 199 was inspired by fellow Aries Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving had a birthday on the 23rd. He is a Stone Cold Aries, okay? And if you've been following my Instagram, you'll notice a lot of the content that I have been posting have been from Aries folks and Aries 101 will be coming tomorrow for episode number 200 that's a milestone for me I will be doing a all things Aries uh, podcast episode why because I'm an Aries and two is my season and three I feel like why not do a one-on-one episode every season so that's what we'll be doing for episode 200 but back to Kyrie Irving so if you saw my Instagram yesterday, you'll know that I posted something. Um, it was a one minute clip. And this is one of few instances for me where a soundbite made a positive impact. But I guess the reporter was asking Kyrie about, I guess, what was he going to do to change um, the public's perception of him? He pretty much just challenged and flipped the question back. Like, you know, like, what is public perception? Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, like human behavior like people have these these perceptions about folks but are you know they're humans listen the way I interpret it was and it's just my own personal interpretation if you want to look at it you can go to my Instagram or you can find it because it's pretty much viral anywhere um but he pretty much challenges the reporter's perception he's and again the way I interpreted it was where do we get this perception of when it comes to what's positive and what's negative because the way we do this is that we forget that folks are human and we hold moments that are temporary or things that happen to us as permanent indicators of how a person is. And it's unfair. Um, the reason why I came to that interpretation of such is because when Kyrie said, oh, well, you know, they talk about mood swings, you know, you can have, you know, you can feel one way about something and then feel a way about it later. Like that's a mood swing. Technically, I mean, it's human nature. It's OK. It's natural. And I thought that was kind of interesting because especially in the NBA too and in professional sports. And I don't really follow it like that as much um, as I did when I was younger. But I noticed that they like to, and even with public figures, like they like to demonize folks at certain points of time. Like they like to, if somebody's having a bad one, two years, all of a sudden that's their personality. Like they, they make traumatic events or they make um, one or two moments where they have human moments into a personality type. Like, for instance, going back to Kyrie stuff. Side note, by the way, I love how he is really, he's inspiring me when it comes to workplace matters because this man, Kyrie Irving, really be treating this thing like a real-life job. He take time off. If I remember correctly, he not playing now. He took time off to send the family matters. He put his family first, put that dang on job second. He sages his workplace before games. You feel me? Like, I said, I don't know if y'all saw him where he had, because he's also half Sue. Um, and he's, he's indigenous. His mother was indigenous. So, like, he was saging the entire perimeter of the court. Like, getting your energy together before you actually go do your job, taking time off, 
challenging folks that are trying to say you're not doing your job the way you need to. Like, that's all workplace energy that I think we all could learn, like lessons we could learn from Kyrie Irving. He said, look, I play for money and I'm not going to let y'all make this hard for me. I'm going to take my time off because my family comes first within this dang on job. I don't care what y'all think about me because at the end of the day, I'm human. Y'all human too. So y'all not finna nail me to no type of stake because I'm going through things just like you. You're experiencing things just like me. So who are you to say what I'm doing is something that can create a negative public perception? And I think that goes to how we view our athletes and also how workplace view their employees. I think it's um, parallel because a lot of times... People look at players and athletes as, oh, just shut up and play. Do what we need you to do. You're playing for me. Even people that are invested in their teams emotionally and not financially. It's, oh, you're our player. You're supposed to be playing for us. Do what you got to do for us. Just like with jobs. They're like, look, we've hired you to do a job. Do what you got to do for us. No, we need you to play. I don't care if you're sick. Go play. I don't care if you got family issues. Go play. I don't care if you got mental health challenges right now. I don't care. Go play. I think it can be applied to the workplace as well. So I'm pretty sure some of y'all is like, what the heck is you talking about? Like, are you going to tie together? Yes, I'm going to tie together now. If you don't learn nothing else from what I'm saying about Kyrie Irving from that clip, if you've seen it or not, especially when it comes to workplace matters, I challenge everybody to look at how they are being, quote unquote, played in the workplace. The same way the NBA and Kyrie are a employer employee. Look at how you are. Put yourself in Kyrie's urban shoes in your own workplace. How do they do you? Do they demonize you or do they try to villainize you when you have things that concern you or when you speak up about stuff? Do they make it seem like you have to compromise your personal integrity or who you are as a human being or a, a being having a spirit experience? Do they want you to compromise that in order to be a quote unquote better player or a better employee? Do they make it seem like their perception of you is more important than your own? Do they act like they don't go through human stuff, but yet they get upset with you because you go through human stuff or they don't have grace for you, but yet they have grace for themselves or for other employees? Are they messing with your energy? Because I'm not going to front. At my job, I think, let me think, and I got homegirls that I vouch for this. I was saging and Palo Santo, and I was using Sage at the time, but I was Palo Santo and like hella, um, hella work desk. Like I had a Palo Santo spray. I come into work early. I spray around my desk. I have a crystal <laughs> nearby, a quartz crystal nearby. And I had it behind my desk. So I didn't want nobody really be in my business, but I put it behind my desk and I would work. And I had my amethyst ring. If y'all know, I've always worn amethyst rings in different uh, sizes and things like that. So I always had a ring on me too at hematite, the whole nine. So it's just really interesting how like we think that we are not similar to certain types of people. And to a degree, we might not be. Like Kyrie Irving making like what? At least what? 50, 70, 90 million dollars? He making a gang of money. So we're not going to be the same in that regard. But it turns what people go through on their workforces and on their jobs and dealing with the same pushback from higher ups or dealing with not being at a job that respects who you are or having to fight for your respect at a job that you really want to do. Um, or even being in a position to where you have to detach from the job being a source for you to be able to live comfortably, not being the end all be all in order for you to live. And what I mean by that is I work to live. I don't live to work. 
So that's just something I wanted to put on y'all brain to see if y'all can identify with Kyrie. I know I personally can. Um, I've, I've experienced that with all jobs, like in terms of having to remind myself, like this job is cool. But at the same time, God forbid something happened. They're going to pack my stuff in a little white box. They're going to send it to whatever address is on file. They're going to hire whoever and they're going to replace me. So I always have to remember at the end of the day, these jobs are just that jobs. So live your life. I don't know if y'all noticed the past six episodes or so has been very live your own life because we only get one at a time. We might have enough stuff for. Well, how do I say it? I always tell one of my OGs, he's lived like 10 different lifetimes in one. So you might have that experience, but you're still only doing it one at a time. So please live your life as best you can, as free and as comfortable as you can. Don't let these jobs brainwash y'all into thinking that you ain't going to be nothing without them. I understand times are hard and I know a lot of corporations and a lot of smaller businesses, which is unfortunate because smaller businesses should know that they're more so on the shopping block more than the corporations. But, you know, if there's lack of resources, but a lot of these corporations and a lot of these workplaces are using the pandemic to exploit the emotional vulnerability of their employees by saying, oh, ain't nobody really working like that. Jobs are scarce. Resources are scarce. Money is scarce. A lot of people are broke. A lot of people are struggling. So put up with this substandard subpar treatment because you need the money. And it may not be said outright, but y'all know. If y'all are happy at y'all jobs, y'all know what it is. Sometimes it's disguised as, oh, we don't need you to take the time off. Now, granted, you might need the time off to, to grieve or to uh, go on vacation, mental health, whatever it is. Go to the doctor, whatever it is you need. Or you just want a day off to rest. And you know how they go. Well, I mean, we need you. I'm going to let that sink in. Some of y'all hearing that right now, y'all might not even realize the language is being spoken in. It's in a real passive-aggressive, HR-friendly language. Well, we have business need. I know that you're scared about coming back to the workplace and office because of the pandemic, but we really need you. All that type of stuff says put down your personal standard, put aside your fears, put aside your logic, put aside anything you got that's going to center you and yourself and your safety and wellness first for me, for the job. We need you. Just think about that the next time. Just think about that the next time. All right. Because again, a lot of corporations, a lot of jobs, a lot of employers are taking advantage of a lot of people. And I really would love for everybody to be able to feel what I'm saying on this. And it's not because I want y'all to believe what I, what I believe. It's just because that that is the nature of the American workforce. That's not to be debated. That is what it is. There are plenty of statistics that support what I say. I implore you to do the research if you would like to challenge that. But it is factual. The American workplace, the American system of capitalism is, desi- is designed to keep you as a working slave. It's unfortunate, but the American version of capitalism is a perverted one. If you do not believe me, please read the book Conscious Capitalism. It will put you on game, I promise. So like Kyrie said, granted Kyrie got million dollar problems. 
we might have $40 problems, so must might have thousand air problems, but we all still have the same issue. Going back to what I've always said about us not always being compatible, but always connected in a sense. But I really challenge everybody to find that clip of Kyrie and to, and I might just link it in my show notes just so y'all can check it out. Uh, check it out. But if y'all don't feel nothing after looking at that clip, I want you to hit me up because I want to hear your perspective. So if you see that clip and it does absolutely nothing for you, I would like to know why that clip has not impacted you in any way, shape, or form and why it doesn't resonate. No shade, no blasting, just honest perspective and dialogue privately. You can hit me up at maria at spiritualhomegirl.com and I will get back to you, okay? Because I'm very curious to know. Because for me, Kyrie having his million dollar problems is speaking for the regular American worker. That's how it goes out here. People are not getting proper respect and proper understanding and grace for simply having human experiences to the point where people are employees first, humans second. And that's unfortunate. But I don't want to rant on this episode. I just want to bring it to y'all attention to see how y'all was feeling. Just a little pulse check or what have you. But if y'all want to find me, y'all can do so at Spiritual Homegirl everywhere. Literally, Spiritual Homegirl, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Clubhouse. I did a Mindsex Mastery Room with Delora Guignon, the Mindsex Mentor. She's currently doing a five-day Mindsex Mastery Challenge. I did that on Tuesday. Um, I think we're going to run it on Tuesdays now. If you've been listening to the podcast, we were doing them on Mondays on Clubhouse, but now we're doing them on Tuesdays. So holla at your folks. If you want to, you can follow my club on there, which is Make Peace With The Day. You can also follow Make Peace With The Day on Instagram too. That's also a sub brand that I do. So corporate meditations, which I do do on the low low <laughs> and other stuff concerning um, things that aren't really so homegirl centered in terms of having me be the focal point. Um, that's something that I do as well. So you can follow Make Peace with the Day. Also, I'm still doing the Aries Sun Sign Challenge. Tiers only start at $7, which is 23 cents a day. So if you want to join, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl. If you want to sign up for Tribe Letter, it's free. It goes out every Monday. You can sign up through my show notes or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop if you want to go shop for some things before I completely revamp my entire store because I'm about to close it down for a little bit. I don't even think I'm going to announce it. I might just shut it down and then just bring up the new. But if you want to get in where you fit in before I do that, um, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop. We got clothing and crystal infused aromatherapy. So uh, yeah, and puzzle books. So tap in. And if you want to sign up for the Homegirl Text Club, you can do so at Homegirl10. You can text that to 81493. If y'all notice, man, the more I get closer to these changes, the more I'm starting to speak up about it. I've been talking about that store changing for a while. And as I get more clarity and as I get closer to the time, it is... Um, it's going to be time to make those moves. I'm like, all right, you know, I might give a little sign, a little, a little hint, hint, what have you. But, but yeah, don't sleep. <laughs> all right, y'all. So this has been episode 199 of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself and reassess your work environment. All right. Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire, Jason Trichodemics Valerio.